BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. No look low to Yo. Yo throws it down again. Two-hand hammer for Yo. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. Good evening, BYU basketball fans, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire America's Neighborhood Tire Store. I'm your host, Ben Bagley. Tonight, the BYU Cougars face the San Diego Toreros for the second time in 16 days. If you think back, it was Valentine's Day, and instead of being out on a date with your beloved other one, you were at home watching or listening to BYU basketball. As they face the Toreros on a Valentine's Day night match, which saw BYU come from behind a 14-point deficit to beat the Toreros 88-82 in overtime. T.J. Haas scored a career-high 35 points in that game to lead the Cougars while Yoli Childs chipped in with 27. It was really a great game by T.J. Haas on both ends of the floor, defensively and offensively, and in the second half, really carrying the Cougars offensively, uh, spring on that comeback and that victory. San Diego in that game was led by Isaiah Pinheiro and Olin Carter III, who both scored 20 points that night. Two major storylines coming into tonight's game, however. <clears throat> the first one was... The worry over the third seed for the West Coast Conference Tournament is no longer. We we thought about coming into this game that BYU would have to win this game to be the third seed. However, well, courtesy of LMU handing San Francisco a 74-69 defeat earlier today, we now know that BYU has the third seed locked as the teams head into Las Vegas next week for the WCC tournament. That seed allows, allows the Cougars to avoid Gonzaga until a potential championship matchup on what would be Tuesday the 12th. So BYU, now in that third seed, will not have to face Gonzaga until potentially championship Tuesday. Side note, however, is BYU could still finish the season tied for second in the WCC standings with a win over San Diego tonight and a St. Mary's loss which is going to happen because they're playing Gonzaga tonight. So BYU with a win tonight more than likely will finish the regular season tied second in the WCC. However, the Gales do have the tie break and will be the second seed going into Vegas. Therefore, seeds one, two, three, and four all locked in at the WCC tournament with Gonzaga, the one seed, St. Mary's the two, BYU the three, and USF coming off three straight losses. They'll be your four seed as the tournament is. Well, it begins next week. The second storyline coming into tonight's game is that it is senior night for Luke Worthington and McKay Cannon in the Marriott Center as the duo could be playing their final home games as BYU Cougars, barring a, any home games in the NIT to, or the postseason uh, for the BYU Cougars. Luke Worthington, for his part, will move into 11th place all-time tonight in games played as a BYU Cougar with 130 games played. He's guaranteed to finish at least his career tied 10th with Lee Kamard as assistant coach and Chris Miles uh, as soon as the Cougars play a game in Vegas next week. Worthington, Worthington joked with me yesterday that people are shocked that he's still playing when they see him enter the game in a BYU uniform, but Captain Luke has been a big part of this BYU team this year with his leadership on and off the floor according to head coach Dave Rose. McKay Cannon's uh, career at BYU started quietly as a preferred walk-on transfer from Weber State three years ago. Cannon had to sit out a year of, uh, while waiting to be eligible to play at BYU, but he introduced himself with a bang against UVU where he actually traveled to the game by himself because he couldn't be on the team bus and was declared eligible by the NCAA and had a big game against UVU. And since then, it's kind of been hit and miss, but the last... 
15 games of this season, halfway through what WCC play, Dave Rose inserts McKay Cannon into the starting lineup, and, well, he's been an anchor in the front court defensively for the Cougars in those 15 games. I got a chance to sit and talk with McKay yesterday about the defensive changes and the emotions of senior night. Here's that conversation. Senior night tonight at the Marriott Center for you and Luke. Have you, have you thought about what the emotions are going to be like when you walk out of there and shake Coach Rose's hand just before tip-off? Yeah, it definitely be different. I think uh, emotions will be running a little bit more high than normal just because uh, it's kind of a personal thing. You know, you start to reflect on just your, in my case, only two years, but his, how many years he's been here forever, but four years. And I think it'll just be a moment to just be grateful for the opportunity we've had to um, play college basketball at BYU in particular with um, just the opportunities that we're given here. Uh, it would be great to have our families there to support us because they've been there every step of the way, the highs and the lows, and just to think about all the sacrifices that have, that have been made to make it happen. And, yeah, It's kind of weird because it's like a feeling of a, a closure. Something's come to an end, but mm-hmm. then you got to turn around, you got to play a game tonight, then yep. there's the tournament coming up. So how do you manage that? Uh, you try not to think about it, <laughs> to, to keep the, the answer simple, just because you don't want to do anything different. You, I mean, we've been doing this for four years, playing college basketball, and the last thing you want to do going into your last stretch is do anything different than you did before because I, mean, I feel like we're creatures of a habit and just want to stick to our same routine. And um, especially in our case, um, both him and I, we're both try to be team guys and just do whatever is needed at any certain time to help a team win. And um, so, I, like I said, I don't think anything crazy is going to happen or any changes um, as far as our style of play. Let's talk about your journey to and through BYU. You, you, you win a state championship in Shelly, Idaho. You go to Weber State. You find yourself as a, a transfer here at BYU, sit out the year. Uh, you work your way through last year, and now you're a major contributor in the starting lineup. What's, what's the biggest lesson you learned through that whole journey? Uh, I think the biggest lesson was to believe in yourself and when you don't, believe in people that believe in you. I feel like um, my experience at BYU or at Weber State before BYU was um, really needed for me. Um, it gave me exposure. I mean, I got to play in the March Madness for freshman year. I felt like I had everything and um, going into my sophomore year and in my sophomore year just didn't quite work out. It wasn't um, what I wanted to be and I wasn't happy. Um, and, I, I mean, I was down. I didn't know what I wanted to do, even with basketball. I didn't know if I, I had a future in it. But, I mean, my family believed in me. My wife believed in me. And even, like I said, when I didn't believe in myself. And uh, it just made me – I'm just grateful for them. Um, and then, obviously, coming here, th- them telling me that I could do it, I could play here at BYU. And BYU giving me the opportunity as a preferred walk-on to, um, to make, make a name for myself. And I feel like I've done everything possible just to – work as hard as I can, be a team guy, and um, do the little things for this program. And it's just kind of a miracle, honestly. I think about last year, sitting the first six or seven games and having that waiver go through, and just the that UVU game, my first game, and just everything that's happened since then is just, I mean, it's a miracle in my opinion, and I'm just grateful for the ride that uh, I've been able to have. Let's talk about tonight's game. You guys get a week off, and that week you could either sit and stew off of two bad losses, right. or you can work to get better and get ready for San Diego tonight. And what was this week been like as a team in prepping for this game? I think we've had uh, good energy. Obviously, we had a couple days that, uh, I mean, we had a shoot around. I think on Monday and Tuesday we were off, and so we got to kind of kick it for a little bit, which, which is good, I think, clear our minds, and because um, I mean we're constantly doing the same thing over and over so it's good to kind of step away for a little bit and come back in and 
I think the first day back we were a little tired and it's gets hard to come back. But I mean, the last two days have been great, and I really think going into um, this game we're ready to go, and we just want to have the right positive energy and the um, togetherness that we need to move forward going into the conference tournament. Game just two weeks ago in San Diego, you guys had to fight and claw to get back, take the lead, and win that game. How's it going to be different to, uh, tonight at home? Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be different. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they're a very good team, and hopefully we don't get down like we did at their place. Um, but we know, I mean, I guess we have a confidence to know that if we're down, that we can come back, but that's not the idea. Um, but we just got to be together. We got to fight. Um, they're a really good team. They run a lot of really good stuff that can be hard to guard. They got really good players, uh, good coaching staff, but we'll be ready to go. I think uh, we've been locked in, like I said, and as long as we do what the coaches say, I think we're going to be all right. The last thing I've got for you here is ever since you've been inserted in the starting lineup, it seems like that front court defense has kind of taken a big step up, especially in this league. There's a lot of good guards in this league. Mm-hmm. Now, you can take the credit for it if you want. Because, right, okay. But, but kind of, what's been the key and what's been the chemistry with you and TJ and Nick and that front court? The defense has been really good over the last the, the half stretch of the conference play. Yeah, I think as a team, we've been a lot better defensively. And my role, my primary role is to guard the best player. And I think that in itself gives a lot of pressure, takes a lot of pressure off the other guys that um, need to score, need to exert a lot of energy on the offensive end. I'm not saying they're doing that on defensive end, but they can kind of pick their spots when they want to be there because I'm trying to, I guess, uh, run around with those guys, um, all the good guards that we have in this league. And but we've really just stuck to our principles. Every, uh, every man has been able to do what they need to do. We've followed the coaching staff's uh, scouting reports. Coach has done a great job, honestly, in um, putting us in positions to succeed against these uh, great programs that we're playing against. Well, thanks, McKay, and enjoy senior night. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go, McKay Cannon, as he gets ready for senior night tonight for the BYU Cougars as they take on the San Diego Toreros. Like I said, uh, McKay Cannon and Luke Worthington, your two seniors tonight for BYU. Kind of a rarity. Well, recently rarity for BYU is last year, no seniors on a senior night. Two years ago, no seniors in uniform on a senior night. Uh, LJ Rose was injured that night, but uh, was his senior night. So Dave Rose, this will be the first time in three years that he's actually had seniors suited up and ready to play on senior night. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. So far this season, Mountain America has donated $10,850 to the American Red Cross. Thank you, Mountain America. We'll update that total in the postgame. Hopefully, BYU Makes it rain from three. Uh, Coming up next, we'll head to the Marriott Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live presented by Discount Tire continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar pregame live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire. I'm Ben Bagley, your host this evening as BYU prepares to face San Diego in a, well, it's the regular season finale for the BYU Cougars and senior night for McKay Cannon and Luke Worthington. We'll get to that in just a second, but now it's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. And Mark, coming in tonight's game, we expected some drama, thinking BYU would have to win to secure the three-seat of the WCC tournament. However, USF has now lost three straight games since beating BYU, and BYU's locked in as the third seed, and seeds one through four are set. So, Mark, 
Does that make it easier or harder for BYU tonight against San Diego? Well, first of all, Greg and I are to the point uh, where every night is senior night for us. So, <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's great to be here. I was walking in the Merritt Center, you know, Ben, and I thought, holy cow, this is a beautiful facility, that big scoreboard and the lights. I just never get tired of walking on the floor. And Anyway, your question is, does it, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess it, it doesn't matter in a lot of ways. So it's harder maybe to get yourself up. I would hope, you know, being senior night, your last game for some of these guys and your last home game, likely uh, you, you'd want to, I mean, you, you, you'd want to play well and win a game. Plus, I don't think you want to go in the conference tournament off a three-game skid. Uh, this is a this is a chance to play against one of the better teams, a, a team you might play in the tournament, and, and just say, it just send a message. I think um, that uh, that BYU is is not kind of limping along, and uh, that it's it's not going to be a, a game that they should have confidence going in and winning. Now, if if you lose tonight, you've dropped three. San Diego's your Pepperdines of the world. Your Santa Clara's LMU's are thinking. Yeah, that, we can get this team, whoever BYU ends up playing. And so I think it's important to, to, to win tonight. You always want to win at home. It's senior night, and you want to be playing good basketball going into the conference tournament. tournament. So I, I hope the guys, and, and I think they will, will realize that and will want to come out and play good basketball. Well, you mentioned there, Mark, that it is senior night, and it was just a few years ago. But uh, what what are the emo- for you? But what are the emotions like tonight on a, for guys like Luke and McKay? As they get ready to play in their senior night, it's uh, it's a little bit overwhelming. It really is. Uh, I mean, growing up, your whole life is basketball, and uh, I mean, I guess there's some other things that might, maybe family, maybe religion. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where you put the, but but you're you're playing playing basketball, a couple three hours a day for twenty one. 22 years, maybe two years off in between there, but I mean, that's all you focus on, and, you, and the, the realization hits you: this is the last time I'm gonna play on this floor uh, in, in a in a major college game, and it, it's it, it's very emotional. And a lot of times you see it get to guys that uh, they'll come out, they want to have a, a memorable last game, and they prep, you know, force themselves and pre- press themselves and really struggle. So, I mean, it's it's emotions that you're fighting, but, uh, you know, generally speaking, after a minute or two, it's just you're just out there playing playing basketball. But, uh, I mean, it's uh, it's it's a diff- it's a different moment, and uh, and the realization comes that it's it's kind of all coming to an end, and maybe you're going to play some postseason, or you're going to play postseason, but maybe play in Europe or somewhere. But for for most of us, it's that, that's the end of. Uh, organized basketball and it's it's hard to swallow that but it's you know it's also fun to have your family here and get recognition from the fans and and just to kind of soak that in a little bit too so i i hope it's a good experience for mckay and luke and that they can play well and have a, a fond uh, last game memory well with luke and mckay not, neither guys are are the superstars on this team but both have very integral roles luke's been captain luke all season long kind of a voice of calm in the locker room and mckay and in the last 15 games, he started in that front court for BYU. The defense has gotten better uh, uh, in the, on the front court on that side. So what is it about these two guys, and what is it these two guys in particular bring to this team? Well, seniors are going to just by default be leaders, but McKay and Luke have an extra leadership quality and I think have been very important keeping this team together. It's been an up-and-down season. 
And, and I think uh, start of conference play to have Luke and McKay start uh, was a lift for this team. And they started off on a good foot with a road win at Pacific. And, and BYU's probably, if they win this, they're going to take second. They're going to tie second. And that, that's not a given for BYU and West Coast Conference over the years. That's a pretty good accomplishment for a team and for this team. Uh, and, and I think a big part of that goes to having seniors on the team. It, it, to me, you know, obviously, it's it's about talent and you know, skilled players and coaching. But the best teams that I can think of at BYU have had seniors and, and senior leaders that really had an impact. And uh, I think McKay uh, has been terrific in conference. And Luke is a guy that gives, uh, you know, <laughs> he gives it all. Yeah. One thing you never question about Luke is how hard he plays, and that that's infectious to, to his teammates. So, uh, I mean, I love those guys. I, I love them because they're, they're just they, – they kind of remind me of me, not that they – I mean, they're better than I was, but they're, they're kind of the role player guys, which I really appreciate, that are just going out to get a rebound or to, to play some defense or make a play, and uh, they're not going to get the – Geneva still man of the game most nights or whatever it is anymore. But uh, but they're going to help their team win. And uh, I love those kind of guys. And, and, and McKay and Luke will always have a, a special place in my heart as a as a former player. It's an honor to be associated with them. And as a broadcaster, it's been fun to, to call their games over the years. If you recall the great Valentine's Day of 2019, 16 days ago, Greg, yourself, and myself, we spent a wonderful Valentine's Day evening together at BYU. Uh, complete the comeback and beat San Diego. Uh, what does BYU need to do differently tonight where it's not a come-from-behind victory but a game that they can control and win? Yeah, that was a special romantic night as I was running <laughs> alongside of the freeway trying to catch my breath to talk to you, Ben. That was, that was really, really romantic. Well, uh, I've taken many people's breaths away, that's for sure. <laughs> Jeez, very nice. Uh, well, listen, it's, uh, it's going to be a challenge. I think BYU and San Diego match up really well, and uh, I don't think either team's going to run away with anything. Greg uh, informs me that Gavin Baxter will not play tonight. He's been uh, ill, and so that that's huge. I mean, that talk about a senior uh, <laughs> opportunity to make a big difference. Luke's going to have a, a real chance to, to play a lot tonight, and we'll have to make a difference. And it changes BYU's defense, and uh, it just makes it harder for, for Yoli to be a scorer because teams can focus more on him. and So that's going to be a, a severe setback. But, uh, uh, you know, I think that the things that BYU did well at San Diego, even with the, with trailing early, was they kept their turnovers down. They turned over San Diego. And even though San Diego shot over 50%, Ben, BYU shot, I think, 12 more shots in that game. And that's what kept them in it and eventually won the game for them. Uh, because San Diego was playing pretty well, but uh, BYU turned them over, and then they took care of the basketball. I think the same approach has to happen tonight. Really take care of the basketball, because that's hurt BYU in the last couple games. That killed them against San Francisco turnovers. So take care of the ball. Got to watch Pinheiro. He's He had a great game. Obviously, Olin Carter had a great game as well. Those are your two main guys on the scout. And, and then you have to realize TJ had 35 at, at that game at uh, – uh, at San Diego, and so, I mean, if you're a coach and a guy gets 35 on you, what is what is your main goal in your next game? Shut him down. Shut him down. And so they're going to do some things to TJ. So TJ needs to not be so much of a scorer, I think, in this game, but he, you know he's going to draw a lot of attention, be more of an assist guy. And I, I predict TJ is going to have double-figure assists because they're going to have to focus so much on him. If he's smart, he can find guys and 
and have a high assist night. But it's going to be a different game, but you want certain things the same, and that's valuing the basketball, rebounding, shooting well, be where you shot the lights out, and then uh, and, and then turning San Diego over. So we'll see what happens. But I, I like this matchup. I think these teams are very equally matched. And, of course, San Diego coming off a road win at San Francisco, that's that's pretty impressive. So it's a, it's a team to be reckoned with. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen, and Orm proudly present the keys of the game. Mark, you kind of gave us a few of them right there, but what is the one key to tonight's game that you're looking forward to more than anything else for BYU? I'm going to say shut down uh, Isaiah Pinheiro. He, he, he's kind of the guy that always seems to get BYU, and like he's a Frankie Ferrari type of guy. And I think if you could keep him under under – you know, 12, 14 points. I don't know that they'll have the firepower to beat BYU on the road. So really kind of take him out of the game. And I think if you do that, you're going to have a nice chance. And let me give a shout-out to my man, B.J. Holder, who's sitting here listening to me, a good friend, a great BYU fan. So I want to say hi to him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited. It, it, took, it takes a little of the pressure off me with that loss today uh, from San Francisco. But I, I really want to see BYU play, playing good basketball going into next week. All right, Mark, thanks for your time, and uh, get ready for you and Greg coming courtside here in just a few minutes. Thanks, Ben. Always a pleasure. As always. Hey, after a quick timeout, we'll look at some of the scores around the campus for BYU and around college hoops in general. Where You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live presented by Discount Tire. Ben Bagley with you. We're getting ready for the BYU Cougars and the San Diego Toreros before we send it back to courtside with Greg Rubel and Mark Durant. Let's take a look at the WCC scoreboard as, what, as games come in tonight. We stated earlier, LMU hands USF its third straight loss today, beating the Dons at home 74-69. to San Francisco will now be the fourth seed heading into Las Vegas in the WCC tournament. BYU is the three seed. St. Mary's will be the two seed. And Gonzaga will be the number one seed. Later tonight, Pacific travels to Pepperdine. Uh, Santa Clara at Portland, and, well, the other good game tonight, Gonzaga versus St. Mary's to round out the WCC schedule. Congratulations to the BYU women's hoops team who beat Santa Clara today, 69-64. Sarah Hampson with a career-high 18 points. The, lady, the women's basketball team, they've won six straight and finished the conference their conference play with a record of 15-3. and three. They're guaranteed a bye to the semifinals on Monday in the WCC tournament, but whether they'll be the one seed or t- two seed has yet to be determined. Cougar Pregame Live was presented by Discount Tire, America's Neighborhood Tire Store. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rebell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center here on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. Snowy Provo tonight as this evening the Cougars play their West Coast Conference regular season finale with a good deal on the line, not as much as there might have been earlier today, but uh, the ability to get off of Gonzaga's side of the bracket at the WCC tournament, that's locked in. You will not have to face the Zags any earlier than the conference tournament championship game should you get there. We know that now. We'll talk more about that in a bit. My name is Greg Grubel. Your play-by-play commentator for tonight, my broadcast partner, the beloved former BYU Ironman, my good friend Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, from uh, losing the inside track on the two-seed to looking like it might be the four-seed to now being locked in as the three-seed, a lot has happened over the last ten days for BYU, including back-to-back losses for the first time since late December. So the Cougs have to get right starting tonight. And the team they're facing has picked up a huge road win uh, two nights ago. And they almost had BYU beaten two weeks ago. San Diego no slouch. Well, that was an exciting game watching the end of that San Francisco-San Diego game. On Thursday. Wow, yeah. on Thursday. Yeah. That was an amazing finish. And that, so that's his team just went on the road, beat San Francisco in an amazing fashion. Now coming in here, listen, they're not scared of BYU. They think they can beat BYU. And this is going to be a real challenge. A great matchup. Very similar teams, in my opinion. Uh, and, and the thing is, Greg... You want to go in the conference tournament not sitting on three weeks of losses. Now, I know it's only three games, but really almost a month you haven't won a game going to the tournament. That's not the mindset you want to have. So you want to kind of send a message to the rest of the league. BYU's playing good. We're going to go to the tournament. We're going to play well at the tournament. And and I think if you lose tonight, teams will smell blood in the water a little bit. And they'll say, oh, man, we're going to get BYU. They're vulnerable and really get after it. And this is our chance and all that kind of stuff. So uh, even though... Not really important as far as seeding and all that. Very important as far as BYU's mindset going into the tournament. We'll get insight into Dave Rose's mindset coming up next as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. WCC tourney play a week away, and tonight the final pieces of the seeding puzzle slide into place for BYU. It's very simple. Uh, USF's home loss to LMU today locked in BYU as the three seed in Vegas. BYU will be the three and will avoid Gonzaga's side of the tournament bracket. Uh, BYU's never been lower than a three seed since joining the West Coast Conference. Six times the three seed and two times the two seed. In our pregame interview now, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. BYU head coach Dave Rose on tonight's showdown with San Diego, a team that two nights ago pulled off a remarkable road win at San Francisco. And tonight looks to complete the weekend road sweep at a place the Toreros have never won. Yeah, after, you know, a, kind of a, a tough week, uh, well, back-to-back weeks at home, you know, where they, they, they took – Three out of four losses, um, but uh, you know they got back out there on the road and battled. They were down late and just made one of these what we probably should call WCC, you know, comebacks Pretty because it's yeah. been it's been happening a lot where you know a team's down with four or five minutes left and then they they're able to you know rally back and make it work. So um, that that's uh, they're, they're coming in. There's, it's a group of seniors that has been together for a while, played a lot of games together, and um, 
you know, I, I they're you know, the, the, you get to this time of year, and usually those groups are really tight, and they're really together, and they're really competing. And so, hopefully, our guys are ready for that. Uh, this is a, this is a we need to get a win. We we, you know, had an zero and two week last week, and uh, for a team that's been playing pretty well and has been together and has made big plays, and so we're looking forward to uh, getting back out there tonight. Of course, the win you had at their place is one of your best wins of the year too. They led you for a good chunk of that game. Yeah, and and, uh, and you know it was, it was funny because we finally got the lead, and uh, you know we missed some free throws, and so it was a two point game. We had I think seven or eight seconds left, and uh, you know we we kind of mix up a defensive assignment, fall down, we trip over each other, a guy lays it in, we go to overtime, but uh, we we're really good in overtime and. So I, you know, I, I know our guys know that this will be a battle. This will, this will be a really physical game. These two te- this team and LMU, I think, are the two most physical teams in the league as far as where they just push you around and move you around, and they play a lot of guys. So fouls usually aren't an issue. Uh, they'll foul guys out, and they still got guys who can they can play through. And it's kind of happened the other night. Uh, Isaiah Wright fouled out, and they still you know could play through Pinheiro, and Pinheiro scored I think uh, point nine nine points <laughs> yeah. in overtime. So. Um, one thing about it at this time, I told our guys, I mean, we know them, they know us, and this will just be a battle of wills here tonight. You said a minute ago you need a win. You don't need to win for seeding because you already know because of what's happened already. You already know you're the three seed. Yeah, but it's confidence, you know, and, and uh, I, I think that uh, in how you feel and how you kind of, you know, feel about your teammates. And so uh, this, this I, you know, I feel every game's. <laughs> A big game. Every, every every game's a must win. It's yeah. been that way forever, uh, you know. And but uh, I I think our guys, as far as when we play uh, and who we play, this game doesn't you know matter as far as next week. But but uh, as far as far as yeah. what it really means is that it really matters because our guys, uh, you know, we need to get back on a winning track. You'd like to win on a senior night, too, and uh, you're going to start two seniors. Uh, tonight you're already starting McKay, and you're going to bring in Luke because uh, Gav's not with you. Yeah, we, we're going to miss Gav tonight. He's, uh, he's been sick all week, and uh, that, that, you know, usually the, the strain of flu goes through and we miss a guy for a day or two, maybe three days I can remember. I never, never remember missing a guy for four days, and he won't be with us tonight. He just, uh, he, just um, he, he says he's as sick as, as he can ever remember, so – Feel for him. Hopefully, we can, you know, get him uh, his strength back and get him back in here next week and get him back with the guys. But we'll start Luke tonight. Uh, you'll see a lot of Zach. I think you see a lot of Dalt. We we get that position is really important for us to guard Pinero and uh, and then Floresca. I mean, their their three big guys are really physical, and we're going to have to you know use all our whole you know team to kind of guard them. So you won't even have Gavin in the building tonight. It sounds I don't think like. so. I mean, yeah. at, at uh, he wasn't a pregame meal today. He wasn't a shoot around. And the last I heard is that uh, Rob thinks maybe we should keep him away. Just uh, you know, as far as the other guys are concerned. You got the win at San Diego uh, without any points from Gav. It was one of those rare games he didn't score and, and fouled out. But uh, certainly, you hope that uh, by the time Vegas rolls around, you're back to full strength. Absolutely. I mean, Gav has made such a big difference for our team. He, he's uh, especially on the defensive end. Uh, you know, he's he's one of the all-time best freshman you know block shot yeah, yeah. guy you know in, in the you know the, the the time that he's played and and it took him a little bit longer to to figure it out but since we got him in the starting lineup he's um he's had two or three really you know good offensive games where he's, he's just kind of let out for us and uh and defensively he's really picked it up and he's he's got great timing and, and we need him well you know what you're going to get out of luke obviously and uh 
for the first time in three years. You've got seniors playing on senior night. Hope it turns out well. Good luck. We'll talk to you postgame. Yeah, all right. Thanks a lot, Greg. That is BYU head coach Dave Rose. And tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar Tip-Off Show next from courtside here at the Marriott Center, right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, to Greg and Mark with you, our statistician, BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson, our BYU Radio studio host, Ben Bagley in for Shep, our control board operator, Nathan Israelson, coordinating producer, Terry South, broadcast intern is Lindsay Peterson. Good to have you with us here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Gonzaga's Gonzaga, but uh, everyone else kind of plays uh, for second place, it seems. And, uh, Mark, with a win here tonight, BYU will finish tied for second place in the West Coast Conference, which would equal BYU's best ever finish since joining this league. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's not nothing. And this is, uh, like you said, you got to be playing well going to the conference tournament because you have to win tonight. You have to win that first round of the conference tournament. If you if you want to go to the NIT, you better win those games. These are the first two games of the NIT, Greg. you got to get those games. And, you know, obviously you could go to the NCAA tournament if you win the conference. But get these two. Put yourself in a good spot. Maybe you have some postseason. Coming up after this break, my pregame conversation with San Diego head coach Sam Scholl when the Cougar Tip-Off show continues from the Marriott Center right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Fred Rubel. We are back live courtside here at the Marriott Center for BYU and San Diego. The Cougars looking to stay perfect against the Toreros in Provo. BYU's never lost a home game to San Diego. Cougs are 8-0 all time. Seven of the eight wins have come since BYU joined the WCC. These two teams met just 16 days ago in San Diego when BYU overcame a 14-point second-half deficit to win an overtime on a night that Mark Durant almost walked the entire way to the arena. (laughs) Yes, what a joy that was. Better circumstances tonight, although the weather getting in here wasn't fun. Two nights ago, BYU had uh, the off night. They had the bye, uh, while San Diego visited San Francisco, and it was the Toreros' turn for a big-time comeback win akin to what BYU did at uh, Jenny Craig Pavilion. They were down double digits. The Toreros were with under four minutes to play. USD made it all the way back for the overtime win paced by Isaiah Pinheiro's 28 points and by 11 way, rebounds. Yes. This league has been nuts. Isn't it insane? So many of these types of games. Olin Carter the third had two three-pointers late in regulation just to get the thing to overtime. They needed Frankie Ferrari to miss a free throw, which he did. I wish Frankie had missed <laughs> something the week before here at BYU. A nutty night. Short time ago, I spoke with USD head coach Sam Scholl about the reversal of fortune, if you will, from that loss to BYU 16 days ago to the momentum boosting win the Toreros got on the hilltop on Thursday. It was great. It was great. Our, our guys showed a lot of resilience. We continued to play for each other. 
uh, throughout the whole thing, no matter what the situation of the game was, and just made some big plays at the end. And so it was a great, great, great win for us. What did you feel you guys were playing for coming into this weekend? Well, just to, to be playing good basketball at this time of year. You know, you know, there's all kinds of scenarios that come. You know, when you get to this time of year, where you'll be seated. We just want to be playing good basketball right now at this time of year, and so that's what we're focused on. You know that tonight with a win, you get yourself out of Thursday. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, right. I haven't, I haven't tried to pay much attention to that, but I am aware. Yeah. 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 So there's that. Uh, USF, the team you beat on uh, uh, on Thursday, for a while it seemed like they had a good, pretty good grip on a two seed, and then they find themselves as a four. A lot can happen. Yes, and especially in, in this year in this league, with how strong it is, every team's very, very talented and great, great coaches. So. You know, it's uh, it's going to bring around a lot of different scenarios for sure. Okay. BYU, how do you look back on that first game you played with these guys a couple weeks ago? Well, I mean, first thing that pops to mind is how talented T.J. Haas and, and, and Yoli Childs are. And then, you know, the big plays that, that McKay Cannon made and Celius made. And, you know, it's got a really, really strong team. And they're sound on both ends of the floor. they got playmakers. And we hurt ourselves by turning the ball over 18 times. And, and so we've got to make sure we take a much higher level of tear of the ball. I think conversely, BYU had maybe seven giveaways for the night is all. Yeah, I mean, they're really sound. I mean, they're very good offensively. They get great shots every time down. You know, so you have to make sure on your end that you're doing the same. Okay. Isaiah Pinero's playing as well as he's played for you since you've been the guy, obviously. Yeah, he's on great. I mean, he just works so dang hard that his reps are eventually always going to kind of carry over, and, and he's making great plays for us. Okay. Uh, so big shot Olin Carter. Is that is that kind of who he is? He is. He's always been that way yeah. since since in high school. I mean, he's, in high school, I think he made like five game-winning shots in his career. He's always ready to take the big shot and has made, made a few for us in uh, his career here. Okay. Uh, quick note about the league around you. Uh, LMU locks down a first-round bye today by winning at San Francisco. It just kind of testifies to the strength of this league top to bottom, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, it's the strongest the league's been in, in my 20 years of being a part of it from top to bottom. You have great talent, great guards, um, and great coaches all the way through. So it's been a, an exciting year for WCC basketball. You know it's not the building, it's the teams, obviously, but uh, USD's not had a win yet in the Marriott Center, and uh, seven of those losses are in WCC contests. Does that ever get talked about, thought about, this is our time, that kind of thing? No, or? it just it's the next opponent. You know, it was, a, it was a great one at that, and another opportunity for us to go out and get better and, and, and make the plays and do the things we need to do to try to earn a big win. Okay. How much does the uh, 20 win plateau mean to you and your team? It's you know it's a benchmark of success I think you know in college basketball everybody looks at you know did you win twenty you know so it's a benchmark of success um, that I, you know our program is you know striving for and wants to achieve year in and year out and you know it's part of the uh, the process of a championship level tradition that we're trying to build here as much as anything I'm sure you just want to hit Vegas knowing you're playing good basketball with a chance to get on a run right absolutely that's what it's all about that's what tonight's for to be to play good basketball to play play for each other um, to really be detail oriented have all those things carry over and into into vegas next week finally you're playing on byu's senior night and you're losing an excellent senior class yourself <laughs> yeah everybody's always i know the first question is gonna be all right we're gonna really see if coach Shulkin can coach next year <laughs> you know you're losing those guys and they've meant so much to our program uh they've really changed the face and the perception i think of usd basketball with their work and uh we you know we're gonna miss them dearly well thanks again for your time welcome to snowy provo and we'll yeah. see you in vegas thanks so much i appreciate it all right that is usd head coach Sam Scholl, his first uh, full season with the Toreros, but the uh, second season, if you include his interim time at the end of last year, so his record uh, is overall 20-14, and 14, including those games he coached uh, last year. Time now for tonight's You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. 
T.J. Haas will tonight make his 100th consecutive start as a BYU Cougar, becoming just the sixth BYU player with 100 or more consecutive starts. How many of the five players with 100-plus starts, straight starts, that is, can you name? The answer coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. ahead of BYU and USD. We'll pause live courtside just for a few seconds here as we allow the colors to be withdrawn from the playing court here at the Marriott Center. All right, to BYU and San Diego coming up, staff at the top of the hour. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mind. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. T.J. Haas will tonight make his 100th consecutive start as a BYU Cougar, becoming just the sixth BYU player with 100 or more consecutive starts. So how many of the five players with 100-plus straight starts can you name? So no sickness, no injury, right? That's what we're talking about. This is consecutive games started. Okay. You may have, yeah, but how many, yeah, consecutive games started? There's, there are five guys with 100 or more. Hard to start as a freshman, so you got to go down the list of great freshmen. I, I know, somehow I know Lee Kamard because. Yep, of, uh, he's, he's one of them. The he's, in fact, he's uh, just uh, three games ahead of TJ at 102. I don't remember my brother ever not starting. Your brother is fourth on the list. So you've got number five and number four out of the way. Devin at 117. Is, is Russell on the list? He's not. He started as a freshman. He's, he's not on the consecutive yeah, game started list, yeah. Uh, Somebody we called early in our career together. Mark Bigelow. Mark Bigelow is number three. And uh, I would have thought I would have thought Danny Ainge, but I don't think no. he's on the list. Somebody who played with your brother. Fred Roberts. Fred Roberts is number two. And the number one all-time consecutive games started leader at BYU. And he was done shortly before you started at the, at, at BYU. So it's either Mike Smith or Jeff Chapman. You're right about that. <laughs> Jeff? Jeff Chapman. 122 consecutive games started. That is your all-time BYU record holder. Well done. Mark just kind of just ticked them off one by one. Good stuff. That's You Be the Judge brought to you by Legally Mind. Our final segment of the Cougar Tip-Off show next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. All right, BYU and San Diego coming up at senior night, Mark. And, hey, what do you know? BYU's got seniors in uniform. That's kind of interesting. That's sad but wonderful. But, you know, we, and uh, I, I love these two. I mean, these guys are the epitome of guys that just get after it. 
play defense, play a role, try and help the team win. Uh, uh, these guys often go unsung. The superstars get a lot of uh, limelight as they as they should, but these guys deserve a lot of credit for the success of BYU. First time in three years, BYU has seniors in uniform on senior night. McKay Cannon, Luke Worthington go tonight, and Luke gets the start because no Gavin Baxter. So no Jashir Hardnett remains out with the hand, and no Gavin Baxter sick all week. So Luke gets the start in place of uh, of Gav tonight. And uh, well, TV, be... hi TV. Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Gavin is. That, that's a huge loss for me. Gavin has made such a, a big impact on this team. Changes the way BYU plays. Key is just getting him healthy going next week. This is a great chance for Luke as a senior, senior night, to step up and have one of his best games. They'll need that from, from Luke tonight. Tip off of BYU and USD next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.